the worst moments of our life. Hey, girl. Hey, that's bad. Uh, so speaking of like worst ever experiences. That is the worst ever. I don't feel so good. And that was my worst audition ever. How bad can it be? <laughs> and we feel the pain is best or funny. Welcome to Welcome worst to Worst Ever, ever podcast, podcast slash Zoom slash Corona Crazy edition. Corona edition. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is well, it's been a couple weeks since we've last checked in. Not really. Um, yeah, it has. And I mean not you and I, but with our listeners. Um so Oh, I thought I thought we we're gonna do more often. I was excited. Oh, well, listen, uh, mama is busier than she has ever been. I mean I, I think am we telling you. for the for the people. I have never I, I have never worked so hard in my life. The fact that I'm okay. in my closet right now recording this is like I'm getting a break. It's amazing. Yeah, well, listen to me. I have to be honest with you. What? You're not made for pandemics. I'm not made for pandemics? Who is you're made for pandemics? You're the only yeah. one I know. I, I mean, you could say hi to Christine and she will lash out at you as if like you like ruined her life just by saying hello. That's how you are right now. It's, it's not how I am. Yeah, I, I, I'm scared to call you. I'm scared to text you. I'm like, you know, you, I, you can't do anything right with you. Listen to pandemic. me. When you call me at 830 in the morning, I am in the middle of like hell between the hours of 730 and 9. And then the hours from like six, six to like, or five thirty to to eight, like it is bath time, like right. meal time. It's just it's chaos. It's just chaos. I have right. to say, um, you are extremely calm during all of this, and uh, it's kind of weird. I'm calm and I'm resourceful. Meaning like you're, you're resourceful, like you're going to Walmart at 6 a.m. every day? Well, I need to get people are in my family are missing uh, cleaning supplies. Okay. And so I've made it my mission to get it. Like when someone tells me they can't find it, like for instance, I have a friend, Charlotte, who's got a kid. Right. She can't get her milk for the kid, the one that they like. It's like clover organic milk or whatever. Right. I made friends. I don't drink milk. In fact, I hate milk. I made friends with my dairy guy at the uh, grocery store, and he tells me exactly when it's being delivered. And if I can go on that day, I will go pick up their milk. And I'm like, I, I, you know, it's like that. I've gotten Lysol wipes. I've gotten Clorox wipes. I've gotten Lysol spray. I've gotten, I mean, Toilet paper, paper towels, you name it, I'm getting it. You're crazy. And I'm like seeing like regulars at the Walmart at like 5.45 a.m. <laughs> as I wait crazy. in line for an hour. Well, I'm up anyways. I'm, I literally wake up literally 5 to 5.30. I'm up wide awake. You have, it's like you have all the time in the world and I have no time. I that haven't had what, time. That is what this pandemic has shown people. People with children have like five minutes a day to poop. And people without kids are literally like, what book and movie series should I read today? That's not what I'm doing. In fact, I'm doing recipes and I'm cooking. I make tonight. I'm making it. Yeah, you're making. You send me pictures of everything that you're making. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm making a homemade chicken uh, pot pie tonight, which is very easy. And the kids love it. I love pot pie. It's so simple, Christine. 
Well, I have a lot of Japanese chicken salad to make tonight, so I don't have time to make pot pie. Okay, well, that's my favorite. (laughs) And I just got a shipment of spinach pies and homemade bread. Yeah, your family is really good with the, this is a pandemic, we must cook and send food. (laughs) It's so funny. Well, they make like homemade Arabic bread. I know, I'm saying like, I want the recipe. I made homemade tortillas last week. Oh, you did? Amazing. How? I can't find you have the you have the tortilla press. No, no. You should have told you should have told me that. You should have told me that. Why? Because I'm gonna get them now. Oh God. (laughs) What kind of Of tortillas do you like? I like a whole wheat. I like a large whole wheat. Oh, you mean like a like a floury tortilla, like the big ones, like the burrito tortillas? Yeah. Oh, not the corn tortillas. No, I like the the big flour ones. I can't find them. Isn't that weird? Oh. I'll get them tomorrow morning. Okay, great. Great. Not a problem. That's not, that's not even a problem. Um, you know what I can't I did... find? I wanted to make a 15 bean soup. Yeah. You can't find the 15 bean. 15 bean? Yeah. That's too many it's beans. A su- it's a Southern thing. It's delicious. Anyways, you can't find, beans are hard to find. And short grain rice, just regular rice. Just there's right. only long grain. I want to make, you know, rolled grape leaves. I want you to make those for me. I need the regular rice. I can't use long grain rice. I have Arbiato rice, but I don't think you want that. I don't think Arbiato will work. I don't think you're making a risotto grape leaf. <laughs> no, it's not Italian Arabic. <laughs> By the way, I love your background. Do you love that I'm in my closet? Yeah, I don't understand why you can't do backgrounds on your computer. My computer's too old. I can only. Are do you it screenshotting on... it? The backgrounds? What are you talking yeah, about? Screen sh- no, screenshot our Zoom. We're recording it. I know, but screenshot it anyway so you have it for a picture. Oh, okay. Thank you. Guys, um, before she gets on. We're not telling you who. We have a great guest today, and mm-hmm. I'm actually. Uh, I'm no, so you can screenshot it on your computer. No, I don't know how. Oh, for Christ's sake. Well, you want to tell me what the code is? I it's forgot like control, how to do it. all seven or something. I don't remember. I think it's, uh, I'm afraid Who for, cares? for you to touch. I don't want you to touch cares. anything. Because I look um, great. <laughs> I got a picture. Don't worry about it. Um, so we have an amazing guest. She's going to be popping on any second now. Um, Wendy McClendon Covey from the Goldberg. She plays Beverly Goldberg. Um, right. And she's she's just an, a hilarious, amazing actress, and um, she is gracing us with her presence in a few minutes. And I am is she so going to be on the Zoom, or are we just going to hear her? No, she's going to be on the Zoom. She's been on like a full court press tour. She's doing Watch What well, Happens she's Live. Got, yes, she's I can't wait to talk her about and, that. Yeah, Regis I can't and Kelly. Wait. It's Kelly and Ryan. I know and we're the ghetto <laughs> Kelly and Ryan. That's how you remember because we're the ghetto Kelly and Ryan. Uh-huh. Did she already do Kelly and Ryan. Yes. She was Today? on the talk this morning. I think well, last the talk week. is in the afternoon. I know, but she recorded it this morning. Oh, okay. Well, Are they cool. doing all of that Zooming? They're all Zooming the talk? I'm assuming, yeah. I mean, she's not going there. No, I mean, but I'm assuming that the other people are as well. Um, well, I, um, I've been buying some weird stuff. I'm going to be honest with you. It's not HSN worthy. But oh my god, is, HSN right now what? is so good. What do they have? What do they have? I mean, you name it. Um, 
I almost bought you this two set shirt with the necklace that comes with that um, Iman is making. Oh my God, I can't. <laughs> it's like two t-shirts. They're coming different colors. And it comes with this weird necklace. But I was obsessed. I spent the whole day yesterday watching Iman on the Home Shopping Network. I almost oh bought God. a freaking Roomba and I already have one. <laughs> Do you I almost like a it? second. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I just use it in my room. I just, cause I don't want him, my roommate to break it. Yeah. I, uh, well, I just saw what the weather was going to be this weekend. It's going to be like it's be six a hundred degrees, a hundred degrees. Use I dark can't. sky. I am. Yeah. A hundred degrees. So I bought a baby pool on Amazon. I told you I would I have gotten you one at Walmart. They have them ready okay. to go. She's here. She's here. You guys, she's here. Okay. okay I'm admitting her in. Here we go. Okay. Here we go. You don't know how to do it. <laughs> oh, it's so exciting. <sighs> She's connecting to the audio, guys. I love seeing people, the inside of people's houses. Oh, yeah. hello. 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 There she is. Hi. Welcome to the podcast. We are so Thank thrilled you. to have you. You look gorgeous. Oh, thanks. I heard you... Uh, <laughs> I heard you uh, cut your own bangs. You look amazing, though. I cut my own hair. You did you? Did you really? I really, I just got in there. I watched a YouTube video and said, what the hell? <laughs> did you get a Floby or whatever they called? <laughs> oh, I wish. Well, I'm wearing well, my no, I use wig. scissors. Yeah. Elias just wearing wigs now. He's got different wigs. They're coming in. Why not? I'm wearing, I'm wearing Corona wigs. Try it. Why? Why yeah. not? Do it works. Um, so, for everybody listening, uh, we just want to welcome my favorite lady of the hour, oh Wendy McClendon Covey. She is the fairy godmother. She is the greatest <laughs> of all time. Um, you guys know her. She was Rita in Bridesmaids. You know her from Reno Nine One One, and you know her as the original smother on the Goldbergs, Beverly Goldberg. So, thank you so much for joining the pod today. We're thrilled to have you. Thanks for having me. Your closet looks amazing. You know what? <laughs> I love it. No, it's gorgeous. This is where I, I have my microphone set up because um, I've been doing some voiceover in this time. Yeah. And it's just too hard to move and uh, the kids are everywhere. This is like my only place in the house that I yes. can get away. And I totally understand. It. Yeah. I'm glad. So I'm happy you have that. Everyone's just going to see my shoe collection every now and then I figure I'll pull out like a weird, like, why do I still have these? Who knows? <laughs> There's a lot that needs to be gone through in this. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> That's know, awesome. We're going to make it work. Um, Okay, well, we're just going to get some of the obvious stuff out of the way, and then I want to go into um, um, just chatting with you a little bit about your career. But sure, seems like you're doing pretty well in these times. <laughs> <laughs> doing okay. I'm doing okay. Yeah. I, um, you know, the first couple of weeks I was very panicked. Yeah, and and really freaked out. But now um, I just can't do that anymore. Because it's yeah. not helping, right? Not uh, doing a damn thing except making me crazy. So I'm just trying to channel all that energy into this is our new normal. So how are we going to make this okay? Yeah, for sure. There's no other you, alternative except to just get an ulcer. 
you know. That's it. No, that's you're it. absolutely so right. How do we stay creative? How do we how do we help? How do we get through our day to day without becoming fat alcoholics? <laughs> well, I do do a happy hour every day. Do you? At like four o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I have to. Yeah, okay. I. I mean, I have two kids under the age of five. Like, yeah. happy hour can't come fast enough. I. Uh, <laughs> I honor that. I honor that. Yeah. I, I don't have uh, kids, so I don't know how how anyone is doing it with the homeschooling and the. Well, and it's not even like I have I have friends who have kids, and their kids are a little older, and they'll they tell me that oh they're great you know there's a Zoom every half hour they basically go from class to class they're on the Zoom from like nine to one and then after one they're it's kind of like free time, they get their classwork done and they do it. You can't really do that with a four-year-old. <laughs> no. And oh. I have all these, you know, um, these preschool activities that the preschool is sending. And I have to say, I am not built to be a preschool teacher. There's a reason I don't have that career. I, I just, I'm, she, I am not uh, engaging for her, apparently. <laughs> so. well, I, have a, I, have, I have a friend who's homeschooling as well, obviously. And she said, She's like, the school's so different now. They don't carry the one anymore. There's no more carrying the one. They don't carry. It's like a different map now. They don't learn cursive. It's like a whole new system. And she's like, I don't know how to do any of this. So it's crazy now, especially for parents who haven't been in school, obviously, in a long time to see yeah. what their kids are doing. Oh, my God. Yeah, I remember not getting any help with my homework at all. Nor I. Right. So. I wouldn't know how to help someone do homework. I don't know. I don't yeah. have that kind of patience. No. And, yeah. you know, I try to put out painting and things. And then my eight, my 19-month-old comes over and thinks that that's a great idea and puts his hands in the paint and then just smears it all over the wall. So, right. yeah, it's going really well over here. I saw this funny meme that said, um, your, uh, your uh, quarantine alcoholic name is just your first name followed by your last name. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> don't get your family pet involved and in the name of the street you lived on. No, yeah, no, nope, don't need any name. of that. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Well, uh, I wanted to just get off this subject and talk about all kinds of other fun things. Okay. Um, your people know you so well now from the Goldbergs, uh, but you've been an actress for a really long time, and um, I don't think everybody knows like what our podcast is all about is talking about the awkward and worst moments of our lives. And sure. both Allah and I met 30 years ago in an acting class. Yeah. Um, and mm -hmm. we've had a lot of really awful moments auditioning <laughs> through our career because it looks so glamorous to everybody, you know, but I think what the, what people really love to hear is kind of the inside story of how someone got to where they are. Um, mm -hmm. So uh, I was just wondering if you could tell us a little bit about like what the early years were like. When did you decide you wanted, I know you are, you're a Groundlings alum. Right. When did you decide that that was something you were going to try out? You know, it took me a long time to get started because I just had so many false starts adulting, you know, like once I graduated high school, I knew what I wanted to do, but my parents were not into it at really? all. Mm -hmm. Like, flat out told me that is stupid. You are never going to do this. Oh my goodness. No, we did not raise you to do that. So, you know, I was going to college and dropping out and going back and dropping out and trying to work. And it just, I felt so unmoored, you know, I, I just yeah. didn't know what I was doing. And so 
oddly enough, once I got married, my husband was the only one that supported this. He said, you, you need to try this. Just try mm-hmm. it. What's going to happen? You're, it's going to work out or it's not going to work out. But I believe in you and I think you should try this. So that, he was literally the only one that thought I could do it. So um, a friend of mine, we were both working at a shitty hotel near, near Disneyland <laughs> at the time. And um, we had gone to a show at the Groundlings and I thought, oh my God, if I could ever do that. I, I would feel so amazing. I mean, what must that be like to get up on that stage and be so funny? Right. Yeah. So we signed up for the school, but we, I mean, we signed up for the like pre-beginning level, mm-hmm. like, oh, you're secretaries and want to have fun on a Saturday. Come on <laughs> down. Like that's literally what level it was. And there were some days we were so nervous. We just drove right past the theater and drove home. No, oh, that's wow. hilarious. And again, we live like, 35 miles away from this. So we would drive all the way out and drive all the way home. We're just like, I'm too anxious. I can't go in there. How old are you at this point? Late twenties, like 27. So at the groundlings, you know, you keep going, you keep going until you, until you're booted out basically until you are told, you know, okay, well you're not getting in the company, but Thank you. And a lot of people think that's harsh, but not really. You don't want to stay at a place where you're not going to thrive or never get on stage. So um, I just kept going and going and going. And I eventually got voted into the Sunday company, stayed there for a year and a half, and then got voted into the main company and stayed there for seven years. So wow, that was kind of the start of everything. Because once I got voted into the company, I was able to get an agent Kind of, you know, your first agents are always terrible. Right. Um, and then I, I was substituting for someone in a show, and that's how they scouted me for Reno Nine One One. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fascinating. What for, I was, I'm curious about Reno Nine One One. Actually, was that an, was that audition process improv based? Yes, completely. And what had happened was they had made a pilot for Fox. Um, they had made the Reno pilot for Fox and they sat on it for two years. So then it became available again and they shopped it to Comedy Central. By that time, one of the cast members was off doing another show. So they needed someone else and they brought in girls to audition and they literally just said, oh, she's a sexy cop. That's all you need to know. (laughs) And I thought, well... This was, this was also at a time when I was thinking about giving up. Because oh, wow. I got into the groundlings, but everybody else was just always auditioning and doing things. And I wasn't getting anything. I was not, it, it was really an uphill battle for me. And I thought, well, maybe I'm too old. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I started this too late and I don't know, but I was really considering just quitting everything and just doing the groundlings for my fun thing. But, oh shit, I still got to go get a job. But um, so I went in with no expectations and I'm like, well, I'm not a sexy, I'm not sexy. I'm not that cute. There's plenty of people here that can do that, but I can be funny. I think I can be funny and maybe I'll just play her like she thinks she's sexy because to me that is funnier. Yeah. So that's what I did. 
And then uh, did that pilot and off to the races. Wow. I love that show. And that whole cast actually is pretty, I mean, it's a spectacular cast. I mean, Niecy Nash is one of my favorites as well. And um, I'm so glad because you guys are coming back. Yes. Yes. And have you shot the full seven seasons or? It's all, wait, say that again. You're coming back to Quibi. Quibi, yeah, right? Quibi. Yeah. So, so season seven has been shot. I wasn't in season six, um, and that was thirteen years ago. So, yeah, this has been revived just for Quibi, and I had to do it at the same time as the Goldbergs. Oh, I so, didn't know you were doing both yeah. at the same time. Wow. Right, but it was only a twenty-day shooting schedule, right. and I was able to give them five, and so. We'll great. see. Work it out. Yeah. yeah that's great. Yeah. But yeah, uh, it's fun doing double duty. I don't know if I told you, Wendy, when I had to go in for my DGA training um, for the Director's Guild, mm-hmm. I sat next to Nisi Nash. You did? did. And I was like, she was like, hey, girl. And I was like, hey, girl. And I was like, I love her too. And uh, she was directing an episode of Claws. Oh, which is yeah. an amazing show. It's great. Oh, so good. Wow. Yeah, but it was it made me really happy. Speaking of um, sitting next to each other, you know, Wendy, on the flight back from DC to I don't know if you want to tell her this. Yes. The flight <laughs> back from DC to Los Angeles, I sat next I sat next to you because I also went to lobby with the Creative Coalition with you guys, with Tim Daly and everyone. What? Yes. I'm the guy that was next. I'm Melissa's best friend, Alyssa Milano. And production partner. Yes! Yes! yes. Oh my yes, god! Yes, yes, yes. yes! I got thrown into that whole situation. I was like, "What? What's happening right now?" And then up end up lobbying with everyone, and yeah. it was so, such a great time. Yeah, but I end up on the flight back. I end up sitting next to you. I'm sorry. Oh He's a horrible goodness. flyer, and I'm a horrible flyer. So very annoying. I was not drunk. at all. You were completely delightful. What are you saying? You were. <laughs> you were great. <laughs> He has since well, I found, found, I, I found weed gummies. gummies to be much more oh, effective. Yeah. So he's not quite as annoying now when he flies. <laughs> oh, my God. So you were with us. That was what? Trump was in the White House, though, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So we oh, didn't we were... go to any um, White House correspondence. No, 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 no. We just went and we just lobbied for uh, the Endowment of the Arts. Yes with Tim Daly and you and a bunch of other, obviously Alyssa and a bunch of other actors. And, right. uh, and it was fascinating because I had never done anything political like that before. Yeah. It was, it's a really great experience. Yeah. Isn't it interesting being in, in those senators offices and Congress people's offices and like it, it's so much different than what you see on the news. Like people, they do get along Democrats and Republicans. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They can get along. It's not yeah. as um, vitriolic as we are led to believe. And that these people, they want to hear from their constituents. So the ones that make the most noise are the right. ones that going to get the ones right. that are going to get the results, you know? Well, I have since gone back several times with Alyssa for the Kavanaugh hearing, obviously. And um, we went for the, during the impeachment trials. And I mean, it was the whole thing is it's a learning curve for me, but it's so fascinating. I was just so yeah. glad that you're involved in that and 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 that whole aspect of the uh, political side, especially for the arts, because right. they just that's one of the things they're just ready to cut. 
Oh yeah, and when you when you realize how much the arts actually contribute to the economy, you would never put it on the chopping block again. Yeah, because yeah, we we also went to the Veterans Hospital there in uh, outside of DC and yes. the art therapy for all the veterans mm-hmm. so, with the po- with the post traumatic stress and so yeah. fascinating, so amazing. I mean, my hats off to all those people, especially you know. But it, it's it's amazing what kind of um, contribution the arts have to the society right. and, eco- and economically. Oh, yeah. I um, find, though, that when you're in those offices, you really got to hit the economic part of it. Yeah. Correct. You know, Correct. Like every dollar spent on the arts yields $9 back to the community. Like, those are big numbers. You don't want to... Huge. Yeah. I want to dismiss yeah. those numbers, but um, and, yeah. And they're, and th- the arts are a nonpartisan thing. That's the great yes. thing is that they affect everybody. So yeah, that's, it's, um, I love going places with, I love, you know, championing that cause because, um, you know, some, what do they say? If you're not at the table, you're on the menu. Yeah. Correct. That is absolutely <laughs> the truth. Correct. Yeah. Right. No, you're right. Like I, I, I consider myself a civilian in that sense, and because I don't know anything about politics, I literally learned so much. Had no idea the, of what the process was, and I, I was so uh, honored that Alyssa was like insisting that I go, and it, it's just changed the way I thought about how things are run. You know, right. there's everyone, everyone can make a difference no matter what it is somehow you can make a difference absolutely yeah absolutely every single person can make a difference with something even if it's small some of us you know some people weren't meant to make a a big huge impact financially but you can volunteer or you can at least encourage someone who's volunteering or you can retweet something like it's all little steps you know butterfly effect yeah yeah definitely um i want to go back to some of the early career stuff uh did you ever so many of us like early on in our career made most of our living doing commercials Mm -hmm. and i always found those auditions to be like the weirdest and they're the best (laughs) the the oddest (laughs) things that you're you know you're being asked to do like any any early on auditions even for like low budget stuff or commercials that come to mind that were just soul destroying oh my gosh people (laughs) don't understand how soul destroying commercial auditions are. I finally had to quit and say, this is, I'm not doing this. I don't <laughs> book horrible. them. I don't book them. I am in no mood to drive to Abbott Kinney at oh. 4 p.m. on a fucking yes. Thursday. <laughs> Take me it's three true. hours to get home. Um, okay, so the thing that made me never want to audition for another commercial and, and just say goodbye to my commercial agents, I had to go in and say, I'm gelling like a felon. Want some melon? I said, <laughs> fuck this. I, I can't even pretend. <laughs> I can't even pretend. Oh. Um, it, so that was for Dr. Scholl's gel insoles. Oh, no. Oh, nice. I'm gelling. That whole thing. <laughs> um, but I remember just finding it, just being humiliated or feeling humiliated every time I went on a commercial audition, whether it's, you know, the ad men in the room who were just like, who just knew they could mess with you and make you feel right. terrible and you would have to take it. 
Yeah. Well, and most um, of them are actors too, who are not they're most of the people who are running the room are actors as well and commercial actors. Oh yeah. So so they get a little bitchy with you. Yes, and I don't appreciate that. Mm-hmm. No. And and it's like this sad little power thing, like, okay, you're running the mayonnaise commercial today, are you? <laughs> <laughs> you're you're the big shot. Okay, well you just do that then. So yeah, I finally had to quit. And see, back when I was in my early twenties, I would try to I was trying to get into the biz but not let my parents know. Because I lived at home till I was 26 years old, 27. Um, till the day I got married, I lived at home. So that yeah. shows you how nerdy I am. But um, so I would, I would get backstage West or drama log and I would submit mm-hmm. myself for these, you know, stupid projects. And, and some of those were just like, Oh my God, what am I doing to myself? What am I doing to myself? This is awful. Who, why, why? I mean, honestly, I don't, I don't even know what kept me going. Those auditions were so bad. I don't know. I, why, I, tell, I don't know what I, made me not quit. I don't know. I tell, well, I, I booked a lot of commercials in that time period. And I, the checks was what kept me. I was like, it was amazing the amount of money that I would make for working a day. But I, I wasn't I told, looking. That's the thing. Right. And I had told Christine and, and our fans that, one of the worst auditions I had was I had to show my ass crack what? for a Budweiser commercial. It was a Super Bowl commercial. And I guess they were doing a gimmick where you, they opened the bottle, like the person would open the bottle with his butt crack. Oh so that literally I walked in and I had no idea. I walked in the room and they're like, okay, can you turn around and just lower your pants a little bit? I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, just lower it like to the, like where the crack is. And I go, huh? And he goes, yeah, just, they didn't tell you. And I go, no. He goes, yeah, it's part of the ad. And I go, okay, well, I have a hairy butt crack. I don't think it's going to sell, <laughs> you know. So I literally did it. It was humiliating. Hashtag me too. Oh, yeah. my God. So yeah. inappropriate. Um, I mean, oh. I drink Miller only now. <laughs> there you go. Take when that. He- uh, I'm curious what the audition process was like um, for the Goldbergs and then also for Bridesmaids. Those are two, uh, two roles that you're so well known for. Were those long audition processes? Um, I did not have to audition for the Goldbergs. They offered that to me. Go ahead, girl. Nice. That was very nice. I had been on a show called Rules of Engagement. Right. Yeah. And I, I ended up doing, I think, 14 episodes of that show, which was very nice that they kept bringing me back. But it was, um, that was a happy Madison production and Doug Robinson, all the same people. So they came to me and said, Oh, we've got this project. We'd love you to read it. We'd love you to, you know, we'd love to offer you the role of Bev. We think you'd be great. And I, um, was so flattered, you know, an offer. Hello. Yes. Um, and I read the script and it was fine, but it was the, the footage of the family right. that I found irresistible because right. Adam had strung together this package of his family just being weird. And I thought, I'm in love. I'm in love with these people. I want to do this so badly. So I told my agents, I said, I don't want to meet with anybody else. This is it. This is the one. Yeah. 
And um, they said, no, 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 no. You got to meet, just go and, you know, cause other offers had come in and that again, that's really nice, but I knew I didn't want to do anything else. This was it. This was, yeah. <laughs> this was a dream. Well, and you get to play. I mean, it's such a character. I think so many people don't even know what you look like in real life. When they see you in movies, they're like, oh, right. That's the same person. Because <clears throat> I'm fine with that. Yeah. 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 And it's. Yeah. So the process of, of the wig and everything, I'm curious, how long does it? It's probably like clockwork now when they do it. Well, I do my own makeup. So that takes about a half an hour. And then the wig gets styled before I get there. Right. So that takes about 10 or 15 minutes to put on. It's great. Oh, so wow. that's easy. Because I see everybody else, all the other girls have to get their hair set, then go to makeup, then get their hair styled. And it's at least, you know, an hour and a half, two hours. Forget that. That's time I could be sleeping. Yes. Right. It's amazing. You know? did and you, I'm not going to torture my hair like that. No. From season one, did you do your own makeup? No, I started that in season three. Our makeup lady um, took another job. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going through this again. Right. I'm not going to reteach someone right. how to and, do uh, and Why don't a, I just a lot of, do it? It's and a lot of people don't get how tedious sitting in that chair is. Like, it's... It's a process and it's sometimes you just don't want to hear other people. And it's just, it's, it's a space. It's, it's, it's exactly what you think a big makeup trailer or hair trailer. And it's like, and it's a bunch of people and gossiping and talking and, yeah. and that early in the morning like that. Sometimes you're like, I just don't want to be in here. You know what? Exactly. Exactly. And I feel yeah. bad saying that, but it's That's okay. When you have a long day, and people are going to be in your face all day. Yes. I have a, a threshold for how many yes. times I can be poked in the face. Right. I get it. Well, I totally that's get it. definitely going to change these days. I mean, I don't know if you're hearing about Hollywood and what might happen in its return and hopefully at some point, but they're talking about, and I mean, I read this and then someone else, I, I spoke to another agent at CAA who had, who had mentioned this and they said that they're talking about until they can get a rapid test, uh, that the cast and crew will live on the lot. <laughs> what? Yeah. So who How, do you want to choose as your roommate choose, to get first yeah, pick right like, now, Wendy? Like, what would you do? Like, what, who would annoy you the most? I'm, I'm going to have to speak to someone <laughs> about that. <laughs> I mean, that's, I read uh, that in... I, wouldn't it be, just be better if the, if everyone wore a mask, um... Until it's time to film, I, uh, isn't that going to be living away from my house? I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm telling you, this is what they're talking about until that's the crazy. testing. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm just that's, letting you know now. That's knocking futs. Yes, <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah. Did you guys finish the whole season of the Goldbergs before all this happened? We finished 23 out of 24 episodes, so we were lucky. We didn't get to oh, finish wow. our season finale, but. We we were lucky. Yeah, that is lucky. Yeah, very. What? Uh, I just I mean I wonder if I'm going to be seeing you guys next year in like a hazmat suit, <laughs> like yeah. twelve feet away, being like Wendy, wonderful. Can yeah. you turn just a little sooner? <laughs> well, the crews are going to be smaller. I think I think it's going to be smaller crews. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's all. That yeah, they're saying oh, like all the crew people are going to have to have their own tools. 
they're not gonna be able to like yeah it's it's crazy okay well we'll see let's see how let's see let's see let's see speaking of first of all i i don't mind if everybody wears a mask yeah right just because when when someone gets strep throat, everybody gets strep throat. Someone yeah, gets right. a cold, everybody gets a cold. You right. know what I mean? So, like, that's not a bad idea anyway, necessarily, when you're in close quarters with people. Yeah, for sure. But all this other... Let, yeah. Let's just put it out into the universe that everything's <laughs> going to be great, it's going to get really hot, and, it, and the virus will be killed. Right. Okay? Yeah. Right. Yes. Speaking of Beverly, real quick, I just read that she has a cookbook. Yes. The original. Yes. I'm getting it. I'm right after this. Right after this, I'm ordering the cookbook. Well, you I'll have to, and you have to make me things from it. People have been delighted by this cookbook. That woman can cook, and her banana bread is insane. Okay, good. Yeah, I'm oh. excited about all the parms. Oh, if you're into any parms, she's got parms for you. There's like 77 recipes, Christine. It's like crazy. I know. Oh, yeah. I'm so There was a whole episode that they just did just about the cookbook. And it's yeah. genius because Beverly goes on a book tour and is like the most famous person she knows. <laughs> yeah. And read aloud from her cookbook, which it's, is so interesting for an it's audience. Um, it's so good. Oh, um, I can't wait to get it. <laughs> so we know we have some friends in common from the groundlings, uh, which I didn't even think about until your amazing birthday party last fall. Okay. Um, but Allah and I have both known Tommy Lank and Ariane Price and Drew Drogi for years. Years. I've worked with them several times. Yes. The greatest people. Yes. So fun. Such talented improvisers and creators. Were you guys yeah. in company together? I was in the company with um, with Ariane, and I was there at the same time as Drew, but we he was in the Sunday company, I was in the main company, and then he didn't get in the main company, but he taught yes. a lot. Right. Um, and then Tom, I met doing Reno, actually. He was a guest star. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we stayed in touch, and I've done some stuff with him, and he's just he's so the funny. funniest guy. I love him. I love him too. Um, he, I haven't. He hasn't done any of your looks for less, has he? He has. Has he? Oh, he has? Yes, he has. Because um, one year I got to sub at the last minute um, on the Oscar red carpet. Yeah. So I had to scramble to get a dress, and it was this really plunging neckline, and it looked like I was wearing my ass on my chest. <laughs> it was quite <laughs> revealing. Um, and he did one of those. I was I was so thrilled. Oh, yeah. That look, yeah. If you guys don't know uh, Tommy Lank, you have to look him up on Instagram. He does all these hilarious looks for less where he copies red carpet looks and celebrity looks with all the random crap he has in his closet. And they're genius. <laughs> well, so. Christine, he was on the podcast. He just was late and had to call in because he That's forgot. Yeah. That ah. it was a, which is a typical Tom Lank move. <laughs> well, I got to I got to um, hang with Tom in um, New Mexico over the summer, filming Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. Yes. Okay. So I want to talk to you about that. Yeah. I knew Ariane was in it, but I didn't know he was in it too. Yes. So this yeah. is coming out in. It'll come out in July. July. Right. And it's Kristen Wiig. 
Kristen Wiig and Annie Mumolo, the two writers of Bridesmaids. So good. Two Oscar-nominated writers of Bridesmaids. Yes. And this is their, their next project together. And I'm telling you, it is so funny. <laughs> I was shriek laughing on the plane. Oh, my God. Reading the script. It took me forever to get a script. They were so hush-hush about it. Right. And then... Um, so I, I didn't get to read the thing until I was on my way home from filming it. So I, I'm only in one scene, you know, oh, wow. but I, my character is like the catalyst for them going to Vista Del Mar. Hilarious. And oh, great. it is so damn funny. It, the cast is next level. Jamie Dornan. Yes. Being hilarious. That's crazy because I mean, I mean it's it was very hard it's very hard for me to look at jamie dornan and not just well think about sex yeah um oh, quite wow. frankly oh you're um, still gonna think about it <laughs> you're gonna think a lot about it but you're gonna think about it uh with him wearing a shirt that says tylenol okay <laughs> <laughs> i can't wait that is gonna be that's gonna be awesome we're all gonna need some major laughter in july so <laughs> That's really exciting. Um, There's a couple of projects that you're in. You've been working nonstop and you're doing like a whole circuit right now via Zoom, I'm assuming. Yeah, I am. I am. I feel very honored to have you. Yeah, for a, I think, well, I'm honored to be here. What, are on. you, so wait, I, are you doing Watch What Happens? I just did that this morning. Okay, are you a, yeah. are you a Real Housewives fan? I am. I'm trying okay. to... I'm, I'm obsessed. Are what you? are you talking about? Don't oh. be embarrassed. Well, I hate people who are embarrassed. <laughs> I'm obsessed. You guys, okay. do we like Garcelle? I think we do. I, I like do. Garcelle. I think she's going to be great. I think she's going to bust out in a couple of oh. episodes. Agreed. Agreed. But I was on this morning with, with Leah, the new housewife from New York. Yes. Oh, oh okay. the one that looks like she's going to be like the new Sonia but smarter. Yes. Sonia. <laughs> Sonia. Uh, uh, How was I'm, she? I'm, How was Leah? She's great. You know, she was, um, she is a smart girl. Yeah. And she, what I think is great about her is that she says, yes, I'm going to get crazy when I drink. Yes. Yep. Yeah. I'd already put Plan it on there. there. Yeah. Plan yeah. On it. I'm not going to act, you know, like Miss Goody Two Shoes over here. Like it's not going to be a problem. It's going to be a problem. <laughs> All right. Lay down some plastic sheeting. <laughs> they but, send uh, you the. They send you the ed episode ahead of time. Um. Yeah. Nice. <sighs> I'm so jealous. <laughs> so good. I just. Wait. I want to place a bet. How many times do you think uh, Ramona is going to cry this season? What's the over-under on Ramona she crying? Started, she started in the crying. first five minutes of the season. She started I, crying. What are you talking about? I know. About? She's, this is going to be her, her weepy season, I have a feeling. Well, what I oh. love about it is that it turns on and off like a faucet. Like, yeah. I, and I don't, I'm not even sure that tears come out. But she starts talking like this. I know. And then it's fine again. And then she's insulting somebody. Oh, <laughs> it, yeah. Oh, God. Uh, do you watch Atlanta? I have grown weary of Atlanta. I, well, I, I got pissed off. Anymore. This season finale really pissed me off, and I, I wish you were going on Andy afterwards because after this, because um, 
I want you to give him a note and say, well, okay. what happened? What happened to Atlanta? Like what happened? Yeah, I, I can't with them. Anymore. I'm excited about I'm excited about Salt Lake City. Can't wait for Salt Lake City. Oh, that'll be interesting. That'll be interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very. Um, so okay. I watched uh, I watched your movie Blush this weekend. You did I did, and you are so good in it, Wendy. Christine, what is, it's just thank like you. you're so good in it, and it's such a unique little film. Um, it's really wonderful, and the performances are so great. You Thank think you. like you know where it's going, and then it takes this like left turn, and it keeps doing that. And yeah. it's just it's just a real gem of a film. And um, yeah, you did a, just a wonderful I'm job. Was that, that a good experience? I'm thrilled that you saw it um, because that was a tough one. <laughs> I imagine that was a tough one. Um, I had done two movies back to back in Atlanta. And I was so tired. I came back and I told the director, I said, if you want to recast me, it's totally fine. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Because I had, I had been cast originally as the sister role. Oh, oh. You're the, lead, for? the lead um, had to go do something else. She couldn't do the, the movie after all. So they said, well, why don't we put you in there? You could do it. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> So you, oh, what? so you were supposed wow. to be the crazy, you were going to be a crazy cat lady sister. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which that's in my I'm wheel. Casting. But, um, but how about that? Kate Curtin? She's yeah. phenomenal. Phenomenal. She's phenomenal. Yeah. Never stops working. She yeah, just, she's really great. She just never is she, no downtime for that lady. But yeah. anyway, so, yeah, I, I told Deborah Eisenstadt, the writer, director, I said, I, I will not be insulted if you have someone else you want to do this. She said, oh no, gosh. no, I don't. Why are you saying this? I said, I'm so tired and I don't, I just don't know if I can do it. And well, you were great. I think that worked. I think it me really feeling completely off balance worked for that. Well, yeah. I mean, if you guys haven't seen the movie, you can rent it. Um, I rented it through Amazon Prime Video, and uh, it's 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 just it's wonderful, and it's so great to see you doing something that is just totally different. Um, but there's, uh, um, yeah, there's some there's dependency issues in it, and um, sort of that malaise of a, a middle aged mom and her identity, and just a lot of really uh, great she themes. To explore and she's movie. going through a midlife crisis yeah well yeah kind of she's she gave up a creative career to raise her family and they don't really need her anymore everybody's just kind of living their separate lives so she's got this veneer of perfection around her and everything's just so but then she meets this family that are they're just freaks yeah they're like total fuck-ups total fuck-ups and so she kind of wants to get in there and fix them, but then she becomes seduced by each of right. them yeah. and then Sounds has to so dig her way out of that and hide it from her family. So it's, there's a lot of secrets, a lot of like, oh no, no, oh, yeah. that did not just happen. There were a I, couple moments where I was like, oh God, yeah. oh God. <laughs> oh, we got to all watch this. And you shot this in Atlanta? No, this we shot in, in LA. Oh, great. But I had done two other movies in Atlanta, movies in Atlanta. Right, right before that. Um, so I, I did that, did 
this movie blush and then right back to the Goldbergs. Oh, wow. So I had, I was a husk. (laughs) (laughs) But you love to work. I do love to work. It's better for my mental state if I have some structure to my day. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so in all of this, speaking of like comedy and uh, are you watching anything great? Sh- share with us the, the lowbrow and the highbrow. Guilty okay. Don't I'm be embarrassed. Not- What's that? Don't be embarrassed. Don't be embarrassed. Okay. Um, what we do in the shadows is one of my favorite things. Okay. Yeah, so I've heard you talk. You about need that. to catch up with it. You can catch up on season okay. on Hulu. But it is so damn funny. They it, it started out as a movie, and usually the um, the spinoff TV shows are not as good. This is way better. Awesome. Oh wow! Okay, yeah, it's so funny. Then my husband turned me on to a tasty treat from Mike Judge, and this was a series that was on Cinemax like three years ago. It's called Tales from the Tour Bus. So if you're a music person. You get all the dirty details about these bands. So uh, season one is all country music. So like Waylon Jennings, um, Tammy Wynette and George Jones. Like, oh my God. Wow. Wow. Talking about their experiences. Yes. Oh, animated. So it's a docuseries, but it's animated intercut with actual footage. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's that cool. So good. And then the second season is all funk. So there's um, Rick James. Hello. Yes. Um, yes. Bootsy Collins, George Clinton, James <laughs> Brown in a two-parter. Like, really, really good stuff. I'm loving that. Oh, I've got to get on that. That, yeah. is, that sounds very up me and my husband's alley. And that's oh, Tales from a Tour Bus? So good, yeah. And you can find that on Amazon. Oh, good. Right. And then Killing Eve. Oh, whoa. Love that show. What a wild ride. Jodie Comer, I the bow down unbelievable. to you. Same. I yeah. feel the same way. She is. And the directing on that show. I mean, granted, they're in the most beautiful places ever, but it's just like, it's like a director's wet dream. It's yeah. just, it's so, it's just so good all around. Yes. I, I, they're big twists and turns. Already in this season. Yes. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah, loving yeah. it. But those um, are my jams. So you're not watching. You're not watching 90 Day Fiance or Love After Lockup. You know what? I tried with 90 Day Fiance, and it made me so anxious. Oh, I'm obsessed with it. I mean, <laughs> no, I, I totally get it, but it, and it makes me disappointed in humanity. Well, I get it, but it makes me feel great. I just wish people would get on board with below deck sailing yacht. Because I, really, I don't like the below deck sailing okay, yacht. Well, I did a deep dive when I was pregnant into below deck. Yeah. And um, for some reason, like ended up going through all like back seasons and just ended up watching all. The, and then I n- needed obviously to move on to below deck Mediterranean. And now I'm on below deck sailing yacht. This is my guilty pleasure. This is okay. like my nighttime before I'm sleeping, like turn on a little below deck. <laughs> I don't know why I like this yeah. show so much. It is so dumb. But do you, have you ever seen it? I haven't seen um, the sailing one. I've well, seen just, the below deck, though. But it's basically a mega yacht, but a sailboat. Yeah. It's the same thing, really. Okay, that rocks. Um, that rocks, and yeah, it can really go. So, oh boy! Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's you so know, stupid. It that show. 
I'm surprised at how much they show of like the the room footage of of the hookups and stuff like that. <laughs> I'm surprised people are why? looking up when they know that. I know. I think I it's know. like it's so incestuous after a while. Like they're all just passing each other around. Well, they're like literally having a COVID nineteen moment without the COVID nineteen, but on a boat. They're stuck yes. there, so it's yeah. like that's right. it. That's it. That's all yeah. you got. And then, or like when they go into town after a, after a cruise and then they get shit faced drunk and shit faced hook up with strangers. <laughs> like, I don't know. Oh. That's just in a van on the way back television. To I mean, yeah. Oh, in the van. That was so yeah. skeevy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, that was skeevy. Um, what's the weirdest thing maybe that you've done in the last month either with your partner or you know something that you've like randomly now just learned about them or just something that you've done in your home you're like okay and i'm doing this now like we we uh my husband and i decided to not cut our own hair i'm still scared Mm -hmm. um that's why my bangs are now in a bun um (laughs) but we have decided to cut our son's hair So we just keep cutting it, and it kind of started out looking like the Tiger King, like Joe Exotic, (laughs) like a mohawk with a rat tail, and then I started braiding the rat tail, and then on Easter, I was like, you know what? It's Easter. I don't feel like a rat tail is really that holy, so I'm going to go ahead and cut the rat tail off. So we've just (laughs) been experimenting Uh on my son's haircuts. Right. I'm calling CPS. (laughs) So now my husband... My husband took the buzzers out to like do his neck the other day. My uh, son heard the buzzer and like Pavlov's dog went over and just started to like do this thinking that no. my, thinking he was going to give him another haircut. Oh, oh wow. No. Oh, it's so stupid. Look at that. I know. Are you are you going out shopping for like groceries and things? How's that working out for you? Um we do go out sometimes and yeah. then we have them delivered sometimes, but delivery yeah. is not always. It's not great. Accurate. Like they'll say, Oh, we can fit you in on, on Wednesday or something on Instacart. Right. Like, no, no, no. So yeah, we mask up and go to the grocery store. That's our big outing. I know. I mean, look no? what I found. Look at you. He's so proud of it. I've treated this whole thing like the amazing race. Okay. <laughs> Except going to different countries, I'm literally finding out when shipments come in to different stores and what aisles cleaning supplies are on. And I'm literally opening that store up and running to that aisle, pushing over people, uh, secure, I'm running, dashing. You're a nightmare. It's my new game. That's hardcore. That's how you get your big adrenaline boost. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Um, well, I don't feel um, I don't feel unsafe shopping because the way they have it done now, you know, where yeah, I know to line up six feet apart from everybody, and they only let a certain amount of people in. Like, I, th- I feel like it's okay. Yeah, yeah no, no, I, I actually I agree with you. I, I, feel, I feel like it's going to last, obviously, after this for a while, and I'm fine with that. And I don't feel unsafe shopping. I feel weirded out that things are that we can't find things yeah like, that's what scares me i'm like what do you mean how could that be like the fact that people were freaking out about toilet paper and paper towels i'm like how is that possible like it's 
should be in mass production still. Yeah. Like it's essential. It's crazy. Yeah, um, it, yeah, it is weird that the the shelves are still empty a lot of times. Yeah. That stuff because like really, how much can you hoard? How much space does everyone have? Like, yeah, wouldn't that start to even out? I don't know. It's strange. Um, although I did learn how to make tortillas because I, I saw your tortillas. tortillas. Those looked amazing. Very easy, and they were actually delicious. Now I'm like, I'm just going to keep making tortillas. because No, I'm going to go get our tortillas tomorrow. I know exactly what day they get stocked. <laughs> oh, you got a bread guy now, are. too? You got a bread I guy? have a bread guy. I have a milk guy. I have, a, I have, a, I have every guy. That's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, I, uh, you love your cats. I love your videos of your cats Thank that you're you. always putting out. And you've had a couple of strays that have come in that you've, you've <laughs> taken care of. Yeah. Um, how many do you have now? We have six because and last year when the stray mama cat came by and gave birth, yes, um, we kept two of her kittens and her. So that okay. brought us up to six. But their birthdays are coming up. Oh, oh wow. is there going to be a party? <laughs> On Cinco de Meow Meow. Stop it. <laughs> Stop that is it. They were born. You're like See, a that is when That is when Mocha showed back up for dinner, not pregnant. And we said, oh, where the hell are those kittens? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like that, a regular best star in Howard Five story. weeks for us to find them. Oh, my God. But anyway, yeah, we've got a lot of bird energy around the house right now. Same here. Lots of birdies. Right. Yeah, I think it's because of all the traffic. I think the noise has gone down, and I think the birds are starting to repopulate yeah. uh, the cities a little bit. Well, I also like think that, that they're looking for, like, scrap foods and stuff, which you're not finding in the streets because Maybe. people aren't. Yeah. I mean, we have, we have the, uh, the, uh, the parrots that fly in from Huntington yeah. Gardens. So every morning they're just like thirty parrots over. It's crazy, yeah. Wow. And I'm, the hummingbirds all over. I I was just saying to my um, roommate, I was like, you know, the earth I feel like is rehealing and it's like healing itself. Yeah, yeah. Because everything is blooming like it's never bloomed before. I've had numerous conversations with friends who are like, I've had this magnolia tree for like seven years and it's never bloomed ever, and it's for the first time and gardens are different and vegetables are different. It's crazy. I'm, I almost feel like we should sort of quarantine a month every year, you I know. know, just make it a I thing. I know it would be awesome to try to heal this planet. There's, that's not a terrible idea. I mean, when you, when you look around and, and see how mother nature is healing herself, it's like, she's always going to win you guys. Yeah. She is always going to win. It's so true. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, I, um, I went on a joyride the other day with my kids. I, I taught them what a joyride was. We had gone. <laughs> we had gone. Did you give them beer? No. <laughs> oh. That would have really been a joy right now. Uh, I just said, guys, we're going on a joyride. Get in the car. So we all got in the car and I just put the windows down and I put the music up semi-loud. Yeah. And we just like did a little loop around our neighborhood. And I was like, put your hand out the window. Put your hand out the window. <laughs> we were like doing this yeah. in the car. That was our, you know, that was our outing. Yeah. But, no, you have to. You yeah. have to. You got to get that change of scenery. That's right. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, Listen I do. The radio. And we've definitely. So my new plan, I don't know if I, I'm going to have to put this into action, but my daughter is very into princesses right now, Disney, the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And 
she's also really fascinated by weddings. Oh, okay. Because all these princesses get married or there's a wedding. And there's uh-huh. always some kind of a wedding in these stories. Right. So she says to me things like, Mom, you're getting married today. And I'm <gasps> like, I am. Who am I marrying? Sometimes I'm marrying Baylor, my son. Sometimes I'm marrying the dog. Sometimes I'm marrying sure. daddy. But, um, Sounds like she, a mind cult, my Middle Eastern culture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we marry each other. <laughs> so she found my wedding album. Um, when we were looking for something else in the closet and we went through it and she was like fascinated by it, you know, couldn't believe that mommy had had this wedding. There's daddy. There's some of her aunties, like my bridesmaids. So I have this idea that before all of this is over, I'm going to wake up one day and tell her we're getting married again. Today's (gasps) the day. And Uh we have to make decorations. We have to bake a cake. We have to get the backyard ready and we'll set up a little camera and I'll put on my wedding dress. It will not zip. I guarantee it. My husband will put on his. I was so skinny back then. You'd be surprised. Mm. Uh, my husband. Now you're on, enormous. <laughs> no, I'm like, what are you talking will, about? <laughs> well, I don't have boobs anymore. That's one thing. Um, <laughs> my husband will put on his suit, and yeah, I think we're gonna have a little backyard wedding. Oh my gosh! How fun. fun! Right? How fun! Why not? Maybe I'll zoom it so if people want to watch, they can oh, watch. You, you've got to do something. You've got to do something. It'll be How fun. So, like, those are the things that, while I don't relish every moment of this, obviously, those are the things that I feel like we will be nostalgic for. Yeah. We will think back to this time in a couple of years and be like, remember when we did be like, those we were, things that we yeah. would never have done otherwise? Right. Right now, I'm thinking that was, I think it's cute, Christine, whatever, you and your weddings. <laughs> Look, we can't all have multiple wigs, Allah. I know. I told, I told everyone I'm keeping a wig on until this is all over. Like, I just like need a reminder. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Well, Wendy, thank you so much for coming on the pod. You are the best ever. And I'm you are so the best. glad. We can't wait to watch you on the Goldbergs. Yeah, the Goldbergs and- every Wednesday night, y'all. Reno 911 on Quibi coming out. Yes. Coming out on May 4th. May 4th. May yeah. 4th. And don't Blush forget. Blush is out now. Blush is out now. Find it on Amazon. And Barb yeah. and Star go to Vista Del Mar. That will be in July. Can't wait. Uh, Wendy, tell everyone where they can find you. You can find me on Instagram at Wendy McClendon Covey. I know that's a that's not the easiest thing in the world to. It'll be in the um, liner notes, everyone. Yeah, but <laughs> it's Wendy with an I, one C in McClendon Covey, C O V E Y. Same on Twitter, um, but I don't. I I try not to be on Twitter that often, but you can find me there. Question. I'm more, I'm more about Instagram. Right. So real quick, the I was given or did you change it? I changed it. Okay. Because I, was I worked um, at, a, at a store where there were three Wendy's and they had oh, to wow. date us. So yeah, that was all that is. But I, okay, cool. No, I like it. Uh, and you can find me on all social at Yo Lakin. And me at Alec Led, don't ask. Um, <laughs> and we are at Worst Ever Podcast, and you can email us at worsteverpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks, guys, for listening. Thanks, Thanks again, Thanks. Wendy. No Thank problem. you, Wendy. And nice we'll to hear see you, you again. Soon. <laughs> yeah. You guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.